If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free and everyone loves free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which makes it very convenient. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So take a moment to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. This is Tanisha Nicole. I'm your host of Beyond the Bookshelf, and I have a very special guest with me this morning. Her name is Rachel Garrison, and we are going to be talking about chasing unicorns with her uh, this morning. So it is an honor and a privilege to be here. I'm so happy that you guys are joining me live on Facebook and some of you will watch the replay and some of you will watch the uh, YouTube video and some of you will eventually download this podcast on iTunes. So hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on a Saturday morning and we're gonna get right into it with Rachel. Hey Rachel, how are you? I am great, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, happy to have you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, you're welcome. So we, we're gonna get right into it. And one thing that I talk to the guests about is I tell people the, a little bit of the backstory about how uh, a guest and I met. So in right. your case, uh, Rachel was referred to me by a gentleman named Marcus Black. Yes. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about that. Marcus is a good friend of mine. Um, he actually has a radio show called The Remedy on um, Saturdays from 6 to 8. 90.1 the hd channel so if you guys can tune in tonight it would be great okay so yeah he referred me to you okay mm -hmm. and one thing that he did is he um he referred her to me and then i have people go on our website and i have them click on join the show it's a link on the website right. and at the very bottom of the page it gives an option to write in who referred you um and i, I always love to do that because i get so many referrals people refer people to me via direct messages on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for all your referrals. I actually look at all of them and I try to act on as many of them as possible within a given uh, particular time. So that's how Rachel got here this morning. So thank you, uh, Mr. Black. I appreciate you. And so now we're going to get into, and thank you, Marcus, for sharing the video. I appreciate you. Um, we're going to get into the uh, backstory behind the book. So we're on Facebook Live. If you have questions for Rachel, please drop in. The, please drop them in the comments below because we can actually see them, and we will try to answer any that come up uh, during the broadcast. So Rachel, talk to me if you could please uh -huh. a little bit about the title called "Chasing the Unicorns." But before you do, okay. let me show people a copy of the book. This is Rachel's book, "Chasing Unicorns." This is what it looks like, um, and it's a really good book of poems. But it's more than just a, a book of poetry. There's a whole story behind this book and how she got to this book. So Rachel, how do we get to chasing unicorns? Um, okay, I started writing this during Hurricane Harvey. Oh, it's that recent? Yes. Okay. But honestly, some of this I've been writing for probably since I was like ninth grade. Uh-huh. And so some of this is stuff um, that I've written, and but a bulk of it happened during the breakup. Okay. And the aftermath of the breakup. What breakup? Um, 
was my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I tell people that, of course, they're like, what? Broke uh-huh. up Hurricane Harvey? Yeah. Wait, so, y'all broke up during Hurricane Harvey? Yeah. During the storm? Well, not the actual storm, but like that week after the storm. Wow. Yeah, that's another story. Okay. So, <laughs> might be too long for the show. Okay. But nevertheless, um, I was in my bed and I'm like, you know, I'll distraught about uh-huh. this breakup, right? And I'm like, let me just go ahead and write my book. Because I've been saying that for a long time. I was going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And then a friend of mine, she's in PR. She published a book in the summer. And I went okay. to visit her. And I was like, okay, yeah, I really got to get my stuff together. Like, uh-huh. I've been saying this for a long time. And so in my, you know, state of depression or whatever you want to call it, sadness, I'm like, he over there doing himself. Let me do me. Uh-huh. And let me do, you know, what I've been planning to do all of my life. You okay. know, like, let me just get myself together. Let me focus on me and so right. I channeled all of that energy all of that into writing my book and prior to writing I already had my title okay I always said I would do chasing unicorns because I knew like a lot of my poems are about love relationships and uh-huh. the interaction between men and women right and so as of late I've noticed I guess probably now that I'm wiser as they say older mm-hmm. wiser I've noticed that you know um we want that ultimate perfect person mm-hmm. the one you know right. as they say yeah so that's like the unicorn because that person does not exist right you know not to say that you can't find the person for you correct there's no perfect person right but i feel like um the people in my age range mm-hmm. like the early millennials mm-hmm. um that's what we're searching for oftentimes that perfect person and so we we kind of set ourselves up for some rejection, some hurt, mm-hmm. some pain because we're looking for that perfect person. And some of us have not realized that there is no perfect person. Gotcha. So the chasing unicorns is like chasing a dream, mm-hmm. a fantasy that does not always exist. Mm-hmm. And then um, the flip side of it is sometimes valuing yourself. So although I say t- unicorns do not exist, you should have enough confidence in yourself like as if you were a unicorn. Gotcha. And, and priding yourself and saying, I am the prize. Because uh-huh. sometimes we devalue ourselves and we do things to get the attention of someone else. Right. And making them seem like they are the prize. Gotcha. And so we should be, you know, sought after just as mm-hmm. well. So that's how we got the title chasing you. Okay. Okay. So quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think as a society that we're conditioned to believe there are unicorns or are we conditioned to believe that there is a certain type of love that we should aim for strive for um that kind of thing or or do you think it's something that we learned as children or how how do you think we got here Mm -hmm. where we where we really feel like we should be searching actively searching for the one looking for the unicorn becoming the unicorn etc I think the media plays a large part in okay. that, and I think we are conditioned to believe that there is that one. Uh-huh. And so if this is seems like it's not going to work or that we have to work at it, oh, this must not be what it is. And I think what we see in the media, all the movies and love stories, as nice as they are, I think have conditioned us to believe that there is that perfect person out there mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't have to work for a relationship no matter who it is gotcha. if it, it requires some work then maybe they're not the one for me and so I was looking for the next like to level up to better up themselves on uh-huh. the next person okay that makes sense um so has your ex contacted you after writing this book yes yes he he <laughs> yes. I didn't know this yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um, yeah we've talked uh 
few times since the breakup. Um, we've seen each other a few times since the breakup. Um, he actually purchased a book less. Well, he bought a he book. He bought a book like a couple weeks ago because I told him um, not to long after the breakup. I'm like, yeah, I'm writing this book, and you go all up and through this book, child. You know, <laughs> and he's like, how bad did you write about me? I was like, well, gotta find out. Wow. And so um, I spoke with him maybe a couple weeks ago, and he was like, so how bad is it? Because uh-huh. he had heard about the book. He, had, he was like, he congratulated me on the book. Uh-huh. And he said, well, how bad did you write about me? Okay. And I said, well, yeah, you're going to have to get the book and find out. Wow. And so he actually bought a copy. I haven't spoken to him since. Okay. I don't know. He has, when I bought, when he bought it, he uh-huh. did read a couple. And he's like, okay, you know, you found a poetic way to write about <laughs> <laughs> but and it's, but to be clear, it's not all about him. Uh huh. I said a right. large part of it um, deals with like that's the second half mm-hmm. really deals with um, him. But this is a collection of stories and poems from you know my lifetime. Oh, and it, okay. <laughs> and it's not just my story. I've you know I've, I've talked to other people, my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, they have these similar stories. Like right. I, even like yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine. She was having a some second thoughts about a breakup relationship. It's uh-huh. I sent her a poem from the book like that spoke ex- exactly to what she was going through. Like, no, you have to do something different. And what's the title of that poem? Uh, New Air. New Air. Okay. Yeah. And it's about um, how, again, we make room uh-huh. for people who don't make room for us. And so, you know, you make room for a person, but they leave a crawl space for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we condition ourselves to believe, like, oh, this crawl space is fine. Right. It's perfect. Like, I'm okay. I can't move. Mm-hmm. I can only breathe a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. I'm okay. Yeah. But when you get out of that space, you realize, I need to breathe. Right. I, I, I needed this new air. This crawl space was not for me. Wow. You know, so. Okay. So how does she feel about that poem? Did she, get a, did she give you a response? <laughs> she said she was crying thug tears. <laughs> She was crying thug tears. <laughs> she said, now I'm over here crying thug tears. I said, it, um, you know, it's what it is. But okay. yeah. Okay. So um, how significant do you think it was that you and your ex broke up after a storm? Um, or do you think it was significant at all? I think it meant something at the time. Okay. Um, just because I don't think I would have written this book uh-huh. when I did. And had it not been for the breakup, some of the things in, the, in my book I would not have have created. Right. So, you know, even though it was a heart breakup, I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. I can say now I'm very thankful to him and I'm thankful to the breakup because it forced me to, one, do what I had been saying I was going to do for a long time. But also I wrote some beautiful things mm-hmm. out of it. So Okay. And which which poems are your personal favorite? Oh, the top five: um, Deja Vu, okay, uh, Kinda Blue, mm-hmm. Five A.M., uh, Dear Love, and I have another one. Uh, what was the other one? I, I posted a few times about my top five. Those are my top four. I can't think of the other one right now, but yeah, those okay. are my my top ones right now. So, do your top four or five match the readers top four or five or do when people actually read your book or is their top five a little bit different than the ones they're you different they, they are they are different okay mm-hmm. so the people so when people read the poet the poetry must meet them where they are because mm-hmm. like when i read your book i know mine i think you have a poem called chasing unicorns mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that one is my favorite it's unicorns but yeah. or unicorns mm-hmm. that one is my all-time okay. favorite one 
And I think it was so significant because I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this book really okay. quick because I when I read you guys I highlight I, I read with the highlighter so I can highlight mm-hmm. uh, the book. Yeah, I saw you post with the highlighter. Yes, I post <laughs> with the highlighter. And one of the things that I read was this quote that's in the book about heroes. Uh huh. And I thought it was very significant. Yes. And it was something that I really enjoyed. And then there was another part in a book where, where was it in the unit? No, it was in the acknowledgments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. In the acknowledgments, it says, I'd like to thank every man who has ever hurt me and who has ever loved me exactly when I needed it. Thank you for stretching me. Yes. And I thought the, the thank you for stretching me part was yeah. so significant because I don't know if people realize or if they look at relationships in that context because sometimes people just look at it as it's a relationship it went bad or went well turned out bad what have you Mm -hmm. but all relationships grow you yeah and they stretch you if you allow if you if you allow them to so I thought when I read that I was like how powerful is this Uh you know and I, I read it and like wow okay that's awesome. Right. A friend of mine, when I, I let her, she's one of the first people to read it. Uh-huh. And she's like, girl, this dedication page, what what are you writing about? Like I had, she's like, I sat down, she read probably the first half mm-hmm. just from reading the dedication page. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's, that. it was, and it's genuine. It, I really meant that. Like, thank you for stretching me because there are lessons to be learned. Right. About what you need to work on, areas that you need to grow in. Uh-huh. And, you know, it does. It does stretch you. People love you and they hurt you when they need to. And it may not be their intent. It may be just the how it's supposed to happen. Right. And sometimes we say we we messed up or I did the wrong thing. I ran them off or, you uh-huh. know, I, you know, for, we make excuses. But right. I think that relationships happen the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And they love you when they're supposed to love you. Mm-hmm. They're hurt you when they're supposed to hurt you. And, wow. But we have to let those those events actually grow us and figure out what it is that you need, where you need to grow. Okay. And how you can move forward in the next relationship if that's your desire. Right. So I know, uh, guys, when I meet with authors and before I actually book authors on my show, we always have an author chat. So I do an author chat with every single author you will ever see on my show. We always have an author chat. Mm-hmm. So I had an author chat with Rachel and Rachel told me something that I'm going to mention. I'm going to re-mention to you. Okay. And it was about her Facebook group because I thought her <laughs> Facebook group, the way she described this group that she had on, it, does it still exist? Yes, it does. Okay, this it group does. that she has on Facebook, I would, because I, I always ask about the backstory Story. I specifically will ask about the backstory. I'm always interested in the title, right. and I'm always interested in how an author got to got to got to this space in their life and why they chose to write mm-hmm. um, their book at a particular point in time right. in their life. So when I was talking to Rachel, we we discussed a little bit about the relationships and stuff. But then she told me about this Facebook group yes. that she still has. So I want her to really talk to you guys about this Facebook group. Facebook group that may help you get your life after <laughs> after this show. So um, about three years ago, um, I was dating or seeing this guy. Uh-huh. Not the same guy from Chasing Unicorns. Another guy. And um, I was driving to work and I had this thought. Um, uh-huh. It was about what, what we were dealing with. And uh, I just posted it 
on Facebook. I called it a hot topic, and I asked the question. I can't remember what the question was at this time. And you know how you just kind of post, but you don't really expect responses. It's kind of mm-hmm. just a thought I had. So I'm like, yeah. hot topic. Why do people do this? Mm-hmm. And people started responding. Okay. <laughs> and so it became a conversation. And then yet again, maybe a couple of days later, another question posted uh-huh. it. And people started responding. And I realized that this wasn't just uh, my thing. Right. It was a we thing and us thing. Like, I wasn't the only one having these conver- these, these, these things happen. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is interesting. And so my little mind, like, I, I want to know more. Like, what, mm-hmm. what else is everyone else experiencing? So I'm, as, as I have questions, I'll post them, hot topic. Yeah. And so a lot of people have been telling me that sometimes they would like to comment. However, they don't want sometimes people to see Okay. With a comment, especially if they're married yeah. or if they're dating someone. Right. They don't want that person to see their comment, but they really would like to comment, so they would, they would inbox me okay. and <laughs> <we would> chat. <laughs> and so I thought, hmm, well, I start a Facebook group uh-huh. because, you know, that's more of a, a more uh, intimate setting right. where everyone can't see uh-huh. your post. And so probably like October, I started a hot topic group. And so I add all of my friends and, you know, the we had little rules be respectful be mindful things like that and uh but you have to engage because i know a lot of people would just read the comments mm-hmm. they would like comments on my page but they wouldn't actually comment mm-hmm. and so um i said one well, of the rules you have to engage and then um we started this thing called the hot seat and so if you're in the group you have to get on the hot seat and that day that you're on the hot seat Anyone can ask you anything, wow. and you have to answer. Whoa. And so, right, I mean, at this point, I knew everyone because these are my friends. Right. But everyone didn't know each other. Gotcha. So the longer the hot seats went on, like day by day, uh-huh. the more, I guess, invasive the <laughs> question, the more creative the questions became. But we got to know each other. And uh-huh. honestly, it has turned into a family. Okay. And, you know, we have issues or questions. We post them in the group, okay, fam, this is what's going on. Right now, you know, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and we have different things. Like, we talk about money issues, mm-hmm. you know. We talk about family issues, friends. It's not just about relationships. It started off as relationships, but it kind of evolved into something different to the point where <laughs> it's 33 of us now. And, um, I mean, we started, I think, 50 or something like that. But we were on 33. Yeah. And this solid 33, um, we're to a point now that <laughs> the last time I asked, they didn't want to add any new people just yet. And so really? <laughs> it became a group decision, like, okay, we're not adding new people right now. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of like, we're, it's like I got a little family right now, a Facebook family. And I'm, hopefully I can convince them to kind of open it up a little mm-hmm. bit. But right now they're, they're like, it's just us. Okay. <laughs> wow. So I still do hot topics on my page now okay. um, because we, we have not admitted anyone else any into the group. <laughs> okay. So, you're right. not, so you guys are not looking to grow. You just look the in. last I check, okay. I'll check again. This is probably not the discussion we can have this weekend, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nope, not yet. We're not okay. ready to add new people. I'm like, okay. Okay. That's I respect fair. that. We're a group. You know, I respect that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That I, I, And when she told me this Facebook group, I did not know about the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I knew about the hot topics, but I didn't know about the hot seat. I oh, didn't yeah. know that you guys, you guys had to get in the hot seat. Yeah, you had to ask. You have to answer whatever questions were given to you. You have to get hard questions. You have to answer the hard questions. So are they are these questions relationship questions or they're, they're just questions about anything? Anything. Okay. 
anything. We, we may ask about your home life. How'd you grow up? And, okay. oh, you're, you came from a single parent household. So how do you, how you think that affected you? Right. Or, um, oh, so you're married. Do you feel like you should have gotten married? Uh-huh. Um, do you want to be married? Do you want to have kids and why? How do right. you think... Um, your last relationship effect, affected you uh-huh. or what's your biggest regret? Gotcha. Oh. So we asked, you know, we asked some spicy questions in there too, but I'm not going to talk about the spicy okay. questions. Okay. But yeah, we, we asked uh, some, like, we want to get to know you. Gotcha. Because I mean, we're giving of ourselves right. to people. I mean, for me, I knew everyone, but they didn't know it. So they're giving themselves to people they don't know. Uh-huh. And so we yeah. want to learn everyone so we kind of have a backstory yes on everyone in the group okay yeah. that's and we're fair. from everywhere in houston atlanta la little rock um yeah we're everywhere good deal good deal okay so i don't have any more questions for you but i did want to ask if you had any questions that you want to pose to the general audience because people have shared this show marcus has shared a, a lady named andrea has shared okay. i think somebody else has shared uh, so I think people are tuning in and watching us as we as we have this dialogue. So I wanted to open it up to you to see if there's anything that you want to ask of the show, of me, um, of the audience, anything you want to tell people. Because when I close the show, I actually ask, how can we support you? Mm-hmm. What, is, what is it that you're doing that we can actively engage in and get involved in? How can we purchase your book? How mm-hmm. can we support anything else that you have going on? So I'm going to open this up to you okay. and let you answer the way that you want to. Okay. So the book, of course, is available on Kindle and marsnobles.com and amazon.com. So if you're interested, definitely um, purchase the book mm-hmm. and actually read the book. And I'm thankful for all my friends and family and people I actually don't know who have purchased the book um, and have reached out to tell me how the book has touched them. And so I am thankful. And um, if you haven't purchased the book, please do. If you have, write me a review. Let me know what you think um, on the Amazon page or even on my Facebook page. Uh, it's Rachel D. Garrison. That's my writer page. So give me some feedback on there. Let me know how you like the book, your favorite poems, and things like that. Um, and also share. Share the content. Share the, the post. You can share um, your favorite poems. Let me know on Instagram, let me on Facebook, or even just share the, the, the posts that, that resonate with, with you to your friends and family to extend the network and have them maybe purchase the book. Because I think, and I know people say this a lot, I think this is going to touch people's lives. I don't <laughs> 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 you know, people, this is a life-changing book. I really do feel like this speaks to a generation, you know. It does. And I've, I want to get this in as many hands as I can. Oh, by the way, Anyone who knows or is affiliated with Oprah, I have a copy reserved. I need to get in Oprah's hands. I'm so serious. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Ask. I want, I want to get this to Oprah because one of my dreams, I wanted to give it to Nikki Giovanni. That and, happened, though. Yes, and she came. I, I When I first got my first few copies, I set aside. One was my, the first copy was mine. Uh-huh. The other copy, I said, is Nikki Giovanni's. And the other copy is Oprah. Because okay. Nikki Giovanni is my fairy god poet. I love her, love her. And so she ended up coming to Houston Mm -hmm. earlier this year. I'm like, I got to get this to Nikki. And so I actually went there. I had my sons with me. They're Uh nine and four, and it's late, and we're in line. And like, just sit down, baby. Just just sit down (laughs) and rest. Mommy's in line, but (laughs) I'm 
I'm going to get this. So how was that experience? How did, how did that, how did, how did you feel when meeting her and how was she? She's very pleasant. She's very, I mean, and it's funny watching her because she, you know, she spoke for a while before we signed copies Uh and, um, she's just, you know, those grannies where they, I just want to, I'm just going to say whatever's on my mind. Yeah. (laughs) She did. She just spoke from her heart and. She spoke from her mind of what she wanted to speak on at that time. And right. so it was a, a joy to see her in person, just mm-hmm. as I imagined her from reading her her stuff and mm-hmm. reading about her. She's exactly the same. Like, she no hose bar. Okay. And so it was just, it was magical for me yeah. to, like, I'm getting closer in line. Uh-huh. Like, she's right there. She's like, right there. I'm like, they better not cut this line off. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to meet her. And I'm, like, getting my phone, like, take my picture. Uh-huh. Whoever was saying, I don't, I didn't even know the people. Like, here, take my picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got to get a picture and just to see her. And she signed my book. And I was like, and I have a book for you. She's like, oh, okay, thank you. And, was like, and she took it? She took it. Wow. She took it. So I was like, I got Nikki. I mean, I don't even care if anything comes of it. It's right. just that but I just wanted to. Because, I mean, she, she was an inspiration for me right. as well. And I hope that people who know me and who know Nikki Giovanni can kind of see the parallels uh-huh. between our workers. Because she's a big inspiration to me. So, okay. yes, if anyone knows Oprah, I have okay. one more book. On reserve, I need to get my book in Oprah's hands because I'm trying to get on the you know the book club list. Okay, because <laughs> there aren't there aren't a couple of people in my network that that have access to Oprah, so oh, hopefully yes. they hear you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so is there any is there any other way that we can support you, or is there anything else that you want to share before we close out the show? Um, no, just uh, share my 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 social media post, get the book, and read the book. Send me some reviews on um, the book, and that would be great. Okay. I am working on a few other things. Um, I can't say when they they'll be out, but um, I have a couple more projects coming as well. So stay tuned. Okay. Do you have a second book or another book? Um, they're they're publications. Okay. And um, one is related to Chasing Unicorns. Another one. Well, they're both kind of related. One is a spinoff from Chasing Unicorns, based off of the poem Dear Love, because mm-hmm. that's like my number one favorite. And then I have another one that's going to be like a companion novel or a companion piece to Chasing Unicorns. Perfect. Okay. So. Well, Rachel, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you much for, for joining the show. It was a pleasure having you here. I hope everybody uh, picks up their copy of Chasing Unicorns. And for the person that I know, Brandon, uh, this is your book in my hand, so I do have it yes. for you. Thank and, you, Brandon. Um, <laughs> we are going to wrap up. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to be your host. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the love, the comments, the likes, the shares. I read all of them. I appreciate all of you. And if there's any other authors that are out there and you're looking to be on the show as a special guest then please visit our website and go to the join the show link and you can fill out the information i will receive it via email and then i will reach back out to you and see if we can get you on the show so that's it for me thank you so much for allowing me to be your host and we are out until next time thank you guys bye (laughs)